Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. Welcome everyone. On this episode of the Surgeon Masters Mini Podcast, I have with us our guest, Dr. Beverly Joyce, an OBGYN and physician coach. Welcome, Beverly. Thank you, Jeff. Happy to be here. So you and I are both surgeons and coaches. Tell me a little bit about uh, your getting involved in coaching. So I'm an OBGYN by training. I know some of you surgeons don't think that we're real surgeons, but... We are, but as an obstetrician, I was delivering all my own patients 24-7, basically, for about 15 years, and as you know, being on call all the time can be a little trying, so that led me to a point where I was burned out and realized that I needed to make a change. And now you're a coach that's helping other physicians manage transitions in their life and career, especially the midlife transition Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, thank you. I realized that at the age I was going through this, which was at about 47, 48, 49, that it also coincided with sort of menopause transition and recognized after the fact that there was some anxiety and depression that really had been exacerbated with both of those things going on at the same time. So I took it upon myself to learn a lot about the menopause transition, even though, you know, I was trained as a gynecologist, there was a lot to be learned and realized too that there were other women that were of a similar age and a similar place in their career that could possibly be having some issues and and I wanted to be able to help them by coaching. My understanding from some of the articles that you've written, uh, including Kevin MD and others, that the transitions may have some factors like hormonal changes or other things in our life, but there's a lot more to it, it sounds like. Oh, absolutely. And this is not unique necessarily to physicians, but it's particularly brought out, I feel, in women physicians who a lot of times have families in addition to their medical career. And there's a lot of just feeling that tension between wanting to perform in our job and then also be the perfect parent. And there were plenty of times that I got paged out of soccer games, performances, dinners, you know, things like that. And for many people, it becomes really difficult to balance those two things. And, you know, we hear a lot about work-life balance, and I don't know that that's ever 100% achievable, but being able to try and find some sort of sense of comfort and fulfillment doing both or doing whatever it is you do, I think is where I can help a lot of women. So it sounds like there's times where people meet that transition a little bit more abruptly where they've finally decided this is too much. It's impacting me in so different ways. And it sounds like there's also clues along the way with some of these things that people are impacted by, but they are trained to be tolerant of all these challenges? Well, certainly burnout was where I came to make this transition. And I didn't even realize at the time that that's what it was. It took one of my partners from my practice to basically do an intervention on me and said, you know, look, you're being a nasty person. And and I really was. I was angry. I was irritable. I was 
short with people. I was anxious. I was depressed. But somebody had to tell me, you're doing this. You're being this way. What's going on? And it took that sort of earthquake of a moment for me to to really wake up and see that I needed to make a change. And partly was because I just felt like I had chosen this career path. So I must continue on it. You know, and I think as physicians, we get trained in sort of this linear thinking about the way our career is supposed to go. But I would challenge that. And I would say that, you know, you can make a change and you should be open to it. And so there's a lot of different stories probably coming to you in your clients. Uh, how do you help them address that and, and look at some of the basics of transition? Yeah, I mean, it really just comes down to who you are as a person, who you want to be. You know, we all have sort of that feeling like I am a physician and that's the only thing I can do. So we dive deep into sort of what are personal values, what are things that matter to you in life. And obviously those things change based on where you are in your career and in your life. And, you know, it's really just that deep dive into figuring out what would make you happy. And it sounds kind of trite, but in the long run, we're all just living our lives. We might as well enjoy our lives. So I try and, and help people find ways that they can do that. And a lot of it's about conversations and coaching and awareness, I suppose. Like, what are some of the things that are common that people want you help them with in in this process? Well, as you know, coaching is mostly asking the right questions to get people to really sort of think. So, you know, if somebody says, I hate my job, I want to quit, I want to, you know, transition out of clinical medicine, that's not where we start. (laughs) We start with why are you unhappy in the position you're in? Because there may be ways that they can change things up even just a little bit to make it a fulfilling place to be. If that's not the case, then we kind of brainstorm and opening up ideas about what they're good at, what are their strengths, what do they like, what do they see as their ideal position to be, or you know, look back from your deathbed. What what do you want your life to have meant? What do you want your legacy to have been? What would you regret that you didn't do? So all of those kinds of, of questions are things that we go over. And my sense is that some of those areas bringing out the fears of transition, and certainly when you look for your purpose, but you also see the fears, how do you address that? Absolutely. People would much rather just keep the status quo, even though they're unhappy, than than do something that's a little bit scary. And sometimes there are extenuating circumstances as well. I mean, you know, money obviously comes into it if you have a bunch of student loans that you have to pay back. But, you know, I think when we talk about sort of where you want to go, there may be little steps that people can take that aren't as fearful. And also just to recognize that, you know, if you make a mistake, quote unquote, it still may be a learning event that you can grow from. And, you know, you won't do the same thing again, but you'll make another choice and that'll take you a different direction and just being open to different directions. Excellent. Anything else you want to share with our audience and maybe help drive some of the key messages home? Yeah, I think physicians who think their life is just going to be linear and that they're going to get to a happy place just needs to be a different sort of mindset. So thinking about your life in stages is helpful and knowing that there are going to be transitions. And also 
just being aware that your talents as a physician don't necessarily dictate that's where you stay in your career. People can transition to leadership roles. They can transition out of clinical medicine entirely. And you have the smarts and the wherewithal to do really whatever makes you happy. Beverly, thank you so much for sharing this information with our audience. And we look forward to having them reach out and connect with you for more information. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Dr. Beverly Joyce until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.